Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. <clears throat> this is your host, Angela O'Mara. Today we have Dr. Anil Rajani, who is an aesthetic physician based in Portland, Oregon. We all know that balance in work and play has become the dilemma of the modern day aesthetic practitioner. So, in this episode of Aesthetic Insider, I'm really excited to have Dr. Rajani on the call with us today. Um, he is a former professional windsurfer who also competitively plays ice hockey. He's an intrepid mountain biker, basketball player, among other things. And um, he has developed the ability to combine a very active competitive lifestyle with a superior aesthetic practice. Today, Dr. Rajani will reveal some of the secrets to his success with our listeners. Dr. Rajani, welcome to Aesthetic Insider. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited, Angela. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Well, you know, before we kind of get going, you know, about some of the, the hot techniques that you offer to your practice, which have, you know, helped you build, you know, to the level that you have, um, you know, I'd like for our listeners to just learn a little bit about more about you, you know, where, you are, where you're from, where you are now, where you went to medical school and all that type of thing. So if you wouldn't mind sure. uh, sharing your background with our listeners, that would be great. Absolutely. Well, I was uh, born and raised in Cape Breton Island, Nova Scotia in Canada and uh, grew up there. And, of course, it's, there's very cold and wet climate. So uh, as kids, we were always outdoors. And so that's part of what brought me to the Northwest here, very similar climate in a way, but I started off there, and then I went to medical school at the University of Western Ontario and uh, worked in Canada for a little while, and then I was drawn uh, here to the Northwest uh, to start my practice, mainly because of the outdoor lifestyle and and the variety of sports that you can do, and uh, to my surprise, of course, the Northwest now has become very popular, and uh, it's kind of been found by people, so I've kind of grown and my practice has grown along with uh, the Portland area. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, I know you know, from friends in the San Francisco Bay Area that there has been a lot of movement, you know, from those San Francisco people up to Portland, Oregon, so you made a, a very good decision there, you know, uh, moving there for lifestyle, but definitely being in the hub of just tremendous growth, I would imagine, in, in the last decade or so. It really is. We have a lot of the, it's a great balance because we have a lot of the Californians moving up and you know we have a training center here and when I first started people were like, well I don't really want to come to Portland for a training but I guess I'll come because uh, they wanted to come see me and see the practice and now it's the other way around. They want to come for all Portland has to offer and it just happens that I'm here. So it's really turned around and we we get a, a thousand new people move here a week so it's fun to be part of that growth. Oh, that's exciting. That's really exciting. Well, you know, one of the things, you know, that um, I do understand from you is that you really do believe that the competitive spirit that you have in terms of, you know, what it takes to be a superior athlete is, uh, you know, there's some skills there that you can apply daily in the practice. Would you agree? I I absolutely agree, and I I think um, it helps kind of the, the, the drive and the inner drive to always uh, learn new things, be ahead of the curve and be at the forefront of the industry and and really just learn. You know, I'm learning every day and I'm excited about it. And uh, I I, I think you said it great at the beginning. I mean, life is a balance and you need a balance. And uh, luckily, I have a great staff around me and surround myself with great people. So it affords me that. But 
a lot of work goes into it. I mean, we start early and we go late, but um, it's a very, very exciting time to be in the aesthetic industry. There's been been doing this for 15 years, and there's been no better time with the breadth of new products. And we have the baby boomers, but we also have the millennials. We have the whole gamut as our patients, and they all require something different. So I'm very excited to be involved in it, just as I am excited to do the sports and the outdoor activities and everything else I enjoy. So it's been a great balance. Oh, that's it's so it's wonderful to hear. So, in in if, if if another aesthetic physician was to say to you, you know, what would you say, you know, from your what you've learned, you know, again with this this sports background and, or you know, and and then your aesthetic practice, you know, if they said, you know, what would be three things I can do now to, you know, adopt some of the things that you have done to make you successful? What would you say those three things are? Well, you know, I think um, staying ahead of the curve, absolutely. I mean, in, in sports, you're always, you, you to have a competitive edge, there's a certain amount of, say, equipment you need, you know, and you're always fine-tuning your equipment to get that extra little bit of edge. It's the same thing we're doing in our practice. It's adding things that we think that are going to give us the edge to provide our patients with kind of that, that just that edge of a better result that maybe our competitors can't and the technique that we're giving. So I think one thing is continually working on our offerings and, and helping companies and helping people make those things better. I think something else uh, that we do is learning. I mean, we're always learning from other people. So competitive people always line themselves up against the top of the pack. They don't uh, find out who's in the bottom five or ten people and and, and practice next to them. They, they go up against people who are doing the same things and they're excited to the same level and are competing at that level. So I think surrounding yourself with those type of people. And the third thing is really keeping up your energy. And, and I say that, that that's, that take a lot goes into that. I mean, if you look at successful people in the athletic world, they really have to keep their stoke up for what they're doing. They have to get up early. They have to watch their diet. They have to practice at the right time and keep their body and their soul perfectly balanced. And you have to do that here because for me, as an example, I travel a lot. And so it's really hard when you're on the road, eating right, balancing your exercise, and then it takes a lot of energy to train people, for instance, be in front of people throughout the day. So minding all the things that goes that go into keeping your mind and body balanced to make it happen. So, so the energy level, I think, uh, is something that we have to work on and, and stay balanced with. Hmm. Yeah, and that is something, you know, that I think in the aesthetic industry has not really been discussed is, um, you know, is you need the stamina daily to keep mm-hmm. up with, with, you know, with, with what you really want to achieve. And, you know, and, and I I do see, you know, many physicians that really are not that healthy looking, um, <laughs> but then they're offering aesthetic treatments to patients. And I I think you kind of need to walk the walk or talk the talk, you know, whatever that phrase is, is you need Mm -hmm. to lead by example. Yeah. And you have to stay focused to do that because, you know, just this morning I was thinking I I had probably five or six requests to do different things coming to my email. And I think it's, it's easy to get sidetracked and also lose uh, focus on what your actual goal is. And a lot of people I think lose that out of, 
sometimes the goodness of their heart. You know, it's hard. Doctors have a hard time saying no. But I think keeping your goal in mind and thinking, okay, is that request, other than helping people get where they're going, which we always love, but is that request or is that um, what you're being requested of, is that going to help you ultimately get to your end goal or is it something that sidetracks you? I think it's very easy to get sidetracked with um, the amount of opportunities that are in front of us in aesthetic medicine now. Mm. Well, I love that. So one is being on the cutting edge in terms of keeping your eye on you know, what's coming down the pipeline in terms of new trends, new technology. Number two, the constant learning from other experts um, with specialized you know, training, great track record. And then number three is keeping up energy levels um, so that you can apply yourself daily to the development of a very successful practice um, in a nutshell. That's, um, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's go into now. Um, you know, I, I I do understand one of your you know real areas of of, of uh, success, and as you mentioned, uh, being a training center is for the the new threadlift procedure, which I think is really making uh, headlines right now in terms of you know non-surgical or less invasive procedures for patients, you know, who want to turn back the clock a little bit. Definitely is at the forefront. I, I started um, using these threads on the body about five, five or six years ago, very slowly. And then now here in the United States, sometimes we're a little behind. Sometimes it helps us, and it's good to be behind. And other times um, it can be, uh, you know, it can, it can kind of hamper our efforts. But uh, in this case, over the past year to two, these they've gotten much more popular here in the United States. Um, and of course, uh, training goes along hand in hand with these because um, you can get started with them, but to really get good with the threads, it does take some time and a little bit of experience. But the beauty is, it's not too hard to get started with them, and you can improve and, and use more advanced threads as you go on. So they're a very diverse product, um, but I'm very excited about them because they've done they allow us to do things that we've never been able to do before in terms of creating aesthetic angles and contours. And and then the specific um, threads that you use are they the Nova threads? Is that the? Yeah, I've, I've settled on the Nova threads. I've used some different brands and played around with different ones. The Nova threads have a great balance of longevity, um, ease of use, and patient satisfaction. So I really love the Nova threads. And again, just like that fits with my motto, they're always working to improve and they take the feedback from their customers very well. And so I've been using them for a while and we've seen the evolution even within Nova threads themselves, which is very exciting. Now, and I see, you know, um, kind of in the literature, you know, that it's expressed as Nova threads and PDO threads. For our listeners who, who may not be quite familiar with this particular name or the PDO threads, can you explain what that is and kind of exactly how they work? Absolutely. So it's the, the first important distinction is that the PDO threads, PDO is, stands for, it's a mouthful, polydioxinone, okay, and they're used very commonly in surgical procedures, so many people have already had these in their body. If you've had a surgical procedure, chances are they may have had them. So these are resorbable over the next four to six months. It's a big distinction from what some people uh, think of those long-term permanent threads 
that as patients age, maybe didn't look so good or had some more complications. The beauty with these threads is that they do resorb, but they give some longer-term results to the order of one to three years. So that's one thing. The other thing is they'll go to YouTube and they'll watch some threads being done overseas. These are more commonly glycolic threads or different threads that resorb quicker than the PDO. The PDO are absorbed by our own body's water, and they don't draw water in, which is important because that puffy look that people don't like to get with fillers is from the drawing of water in, and these don't do that. So that's, the polydioxinone threads are really the perfect balance of material to, to last the amount of time we need to build collagen to give a great look, but not cause the complications that the older threads had. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, I never, I didn't even know there was such a thing as um, glycolic threads. Um, you know, or other types of threads available. So, or, or even that fillers, you know, draw water in, which then gives that puffy look, that pillow face. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a really interesting thing. Now, but speaking of fillers, with with the Nova threads or the PDO threads, is this a standalone use for patients? Do you combine it with other treatments, or does that depend on the, on the actual patient themselves? It really depends on the patient and their needs, and um, it's a great question because a lot of people think, okay, I'll have this thread lift and then I'm done and I'll be good for 10 years. It's important to know that. We age and we continue aging, and the beauty of these are that as the face ages over years, we can kind of change and contour differently because this is something you're going to repeat every, say, one to three years. And some people might look at that, oh, maybe that's a negative because i got to come back for procedures. It's actually a great positive because these threads build the patient's own collagen, and that's what gives the natural look. They own their collagen that these provide. And so that's one of the reasons that it doesn't cause the complications that we saw with the permanent ones that are in there for a long time. But they can be used standalone. I'm excited about combining these with other procedures that we offer because aging isn't just one or two-dimensional. It's three-dimensional. So it's bone, it's fat, and then it's the skin surface. And really to address all these three areas, most people want more than threads, although a lot of people are going to be happy with threads because the main concern is lifting. But if someone's had a lot of sun exposure, we might also want to work on the outside surface of the skin, remembering that the skin is the largest order, organ in the body, and it's exposed to sun and pollution and all the harsh environmental factors that we're exposed to every day. So we like to combine treatments, and you can combine these with fillers and you can use the fillers much more judiciously than just having fillers alone because we're getting lifting not only from the fillers but also the sutures. So I like to combine procedures definitely, but that's part of being on the cutting edge and people who want to start and just use threads, they're going to get great results as well. So again, very, very versatile, Angela. Mm, that's great, that's great. And then with the threads, um, you do face and body threads or or um, are they more specific for the face? Or how, how does that work? No, we do both. In fact, you know, when I first started using threads several years ago, I was a bit concerned about using them. I wasn't as skilled as I am now. And so I started on the body feeling that, okay, the body's more forgiving 
If I make a little mistake, if they don't look as good as I want, well, for one, they'll resorb, but for two, at least it's not someone's face. And so I started on the body. (laughs) I did, you know, and to my surprise, we were getting just amazing results of the body. So I got very excited about the body, never had problems, and everyone was happy. But, of course, when we start doing something new, we start slow and build up, and now I'm much more aggressive than when I started. But the face and the body are both great treatment areas. Of course, I always tell people the most important thing is to get an assessment by your doctor, by your injector, because everyone's body and needs are different. So it's not a panacea where uh, we can lift larger bodies with these threads. There are patients that are going to get better results. So the better the starting tissue, the less fat, for instance, that we're trying to lift, if we do a lot of buttock lifts, for instance, there are patients that are going to get better results, and there are those that aren't the best candidates. So choosing a candidate based on what your uh, injector or doctor looks at is important. That consult is very important, and that's really what separates the great clinics these days from those that maybe aren't doing so well, is treating everyone as an individual, and that speaks to the combination treatment to earlier. We, of course, recommend combination treatments to most patients. That's, that's where they're going to get the best overall results, but everyone is different. Yeah, yeah. Now, are any incisions required with this technique? The beauty of it and what is going to make it even more and more popular is if you're doing injections in your all you have all the materials you need in your office because this is a couple used no incision blood drops the opening we make to apply the thread so very small openings that are made with a needle and then is it common um you know, with with the threads and the and the procedures um, that patients, you know, like you you mentioned earlier, that some for some patients it could be one six months to one year to three years. Um, how often would a patient come back in for for a thread procedure, say, of the face? You know, Angela, great great question because I always say, you know, when people come in and we make them look good, they want to look great. And we make them look great, they want to look fantastic. It just doesn't end. You know, uh, so, and and that's the beauty of it. Everyone's a little different. People, some people want subtle results, and they're happy with that. Other people want more dramatic. What I like about it is I typically treat people, okay, so we'll we'll, we'll do a, a thread lift. I'll bring them back in a month just to see how they're doing. If they like the result, but hey, you know what, I'm used to this now, I feel comfortable, I want a little more results. In 20 minutes, I can add more threads, create more lifting, and wait for that collagen to build. Then I'll see them back at three months. Typically, at that point, most people are really happy. We see them back at a year, year and a half, to see whether we want to add more. But we're happy to see them anytime in between. You can continue to add threads within reason, of course, to, to enhance the look or get more results. But just speaking from experience, Uh, people want to look the best they can. I mean, people are working longer now. It helps them with their careers. For millennials, they're very attuned to contours, cheek angles, brow angles, um, applying makeup how they want. And so this really enhances it. Really, fillers and threads, especially together, are the new makeup. 
And that's what we're seeing. That's how mm-hmm. people treat it. So uh, you can add more threads. Everyone is an individual. Um, I would say most people do two sessions over three months, and then they're good for a year or two. Wow, wow. And then do you, is anesthesia required? Um, or is it general? Is it yeah. a localized anesthesia? You know, everyone will do it slightly different because there's not a lot of discomfort involved. In general, we do a little bit of tiny local anesthetic. I mean, just I use a hair, a very small amount, and we can use topical sometimes. Uh, everyone's a little different to that. And once people have had them once or twice and they're kind of used to them, they don't require any anesthesia. But for most patients, I would say a little bit of topical and a small amount of injectable anesthetic is all that's needed. But we don't use general. Uh, we don't use conscious sedation. There's no oral medicine that's required or anything like that. Mm, okay, well, that's great. So so it's really uh, – and then for the recovery for the patient, I mean, you know, Obviously, they probably want someone to drive them home that day, but can they relatively reserve, resume normal activities or, you know, is there a, a, a little... Okay, okay, so not much down. Yeah, no, we, not at all. Our patients drive themselves home. Uh, I'm in the Pearl District here of Portland. There's a lot of restaurants and eateries. They go out afterwards. There's not a lot of restrictions. You've got to keep it clean. You know, we, I've never seen infection, but we never want to. And, you know, we just put an opening, a tiny opening in the face. But with any injectable, we say that. Keep the area clean. We restrict exercise a little bit uh, for the first day to two just to prevent some bruising. It won't harm the product. And then um, we don't, they don't have to massage. There's not a lot of care for these. If it's in a dynamic area around the mouth area or along the jawline, we might just have them restrict excessive movement for a, a few days to a week. But that's about it. When we're doing buttock lifts, we advise them against deep squatting for a couple of weeks just until yeah. the, the, oh. the thread can build a little collagen around it, but very little restriction. Hmm. And then let's talk a little bit about training uh, because, you know, obviously it sounds like the product itself is, is obviously of superior quality and is, is you know, available to, for many different advanced technique opportunities. Um, but, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, the, the self-education and the constant learning and training is, is important. And so what, what type of training is available now in the U.S. for the PDO threads? Yeah, well, well I, I train privately and then also um, through a PDO training company. And what we offer is basically to give a little bit of theory, of course, so people know what they're using and what the thread is made of. We talk about... Um, the anesthetic that you and I just talked to. And then we also um, demonstrate it and get patients to have some, uh, or clients have some hands-on experience with their own patients. Now, the beauty of this is they can start with kind of an easier thread, like what we call smooth threads, which don't have these barbs on them that create lift, and they're simply creating a nice mess of, of collagen, and they mesh them together. And it's, it's not a very technical procedure. You don't really need any anesthetic for that procedure. And then we move up to more advanced training on the body or with the kind of a barbed thread, which catches the dermis a little bit and creates lifting. They're technically a little more advanced to do, but really, to be honest, Angela, people have been doing fillers and injecting fillers in their practice and using the new microcannulas, which many people do now. They're very adept 
and they move to the barb threads rather quickly. But that's where I come in to guide them and say, okay, you know, it looks like you're doing great. Let's move on to the advanced threads all during that same course. That's fantastic. And so for the most part, like you said, you know, many physicians have already had experience with doing fillers or injectables of some type. Uh, and so they're, they, they're relatively comfortable in terms of, you know, the first time that they actually do a, a PDO thread procedure and, and should be able to pick up pretty quickly the the right way to to lift the tissue of the face or the buttocks or, or whatever area. Um, how long do you think for a physician, um, not you, but, you know, another physician who has trained with you, um, how many procedures do you think it would take for them to say, you know, I'm really comfortable doing this now? Yeah, I, I mean, I think especially with the beginning threads they talk about, the smoother threads, they'll be comfortable seeing and watching one and doing one or two on their own, and they can go back to their practice and start safely doing those. For many people during that one to two hour session that we do it's it's two per at least a minimum of two hours but most people stay for about three to four and within that time many of them i would say about 70 percent are using at least to some degree that barbed suture the more advanced suture so in terms of number of patients really they can start with a couple patients go back at least start on a basic level and move up um, but many over five to ten patients that they do in their practice, they're ready to, to rock and roll with it. It's not uh, very technically difficult, and they can learn kind of at their own place, pace within their own clinic. And that just speaks to the versatility of the thread, the material, and the new cannula method of applying the thread. Now, you know, you mentioned earlier that there were previously some threads on the market, um, and, I, and I do know, you know, that there have been some kind of problem threads in the past. Um, but for physicians who have had any kind of experience with, with previous types of threads, do you still recommend, like with the, with the newer PDO threads or specifically the Nova threads, do you still recommend training before using the threads, or is that required? You know, I, I do still recommend some training for most people just to understand, you know, as an example, when in doing the face, you know, just the, the planes that we use and where we start and finish with the thread has changed over the past couple of years. And not that we had problems before, but what we found is we can get better results with subtle changes in technique. So it's all about you know, we talked about earlier that extra 1% to 3% of gain. And I think when you train, even if you gain 1% to 3% uh, effectiveness in using the threads, it's worth training. So I always recommend at least learning the theory on the type of thread that we're using, the planes and the vectors, because what it took me two years to learn, someone can at least learn in two to three hours and spend a little bit of time, and it saves that learning curve for a lot of people and they can then move to advanced levels a lot quicker. So I recommend a degree of training with them. You know, Dr. Regina, we have a couple of minutes left on the show here. Do you feel there's anything that we haven't discussed that would be really important for our listeners um, to, to get a better understanding of in terms of whether it's the competitive spirit or the training on PDO threads? Um, have we missed anything? Well, I think the one thing... And the most, one of the most important things that I train about, we talked a little bit about the consult, 
is looking at the face individually and now looking where we are basically in 2017. And one of the biggest advances that these threads are going to provide for practices is the lower face. And I talked a little bit about the millennials. We talked a little bit about contouring. And we talked about that scary puffy look that we want to avoid. And one of the things I like to mention to the viewers is one of the least places we fill now are the folds around the nose and the folds at the angle of the mouth. And traditionally, that's where we provided fillers 10 years ago. Now, the threads really provide that advancement where we can lift the tissues back up towards the back of the ear, towards the temple area where they fell down from as we age. So I think the, one of the important advances that these provide is to be able to provide a natural facial contouring look to people and provide beauty and not that fake overdone untoward look that people are scared of. And many people don't come into our clinics mainly because they're scared off by the certain looks they see on TV or the people they see walking down the street. But just understand you're only seeing the people that have been treated or filled with wrong projections and wrong angles. So I think the main one that's one of the major advancements that Thread is going to allow for us in 2017 and beyond, and it's going to be a major theme for the next five to ten years to come. That's great. That's great because, yeah, that whole, like, pillow face, a puffy look is... You know, I think patients just look bloated or almost aged. Yeah. So like some of the celebrities yeah. that we've seen, they look older because their face is all puffy. Um, yeah, and that's not the norm. That's not what we're shooting for. Most of the people now um, understand the amount of people doing these treatments, and, and you would never recognize them walking down the street. And that's the goal, and that's really what the threads are allowing us to do in our practice to provide that really nice, contoured, youthful, triangular look and to, to reoppose the tissues to where they should be and where they came from. Well, that is fantastic. I'm actually the, so the face of 2017 is the, uh, the threads. Well, uh, Dr. Rujani, for physicians listening in, how can they um, find out where to um, get training from you? Is there a website? Um, is there a phone number? What's yeah. the best way for our listeners to reach you? Yeah, I think uh, going to starting off at the, the, with the threads themselves at uh, novathreads.com uh, and, and looking at pdotrainings.com. I think that's, those are two of the best ways to learn about the threads. Um, of course, with social media, I mean, YouTube's a major channel. If they want to watch these threads being done, I, I put a lot of videos up so people can watch and get an idea, what is this all about? Because, Angela, we've been talking about it, but there's nothing better than a visual to see and some before and after pictures and novathreads.com pdotrainings.com are amazing websites where they can get further information okay great great and then if they wanted to reach you directly with any questions um is is there a you know for other people perhaps patients interested in learning more about nova threads is there a specific place to reach you directly yeah, you know, I'm very hands-on, and when I train, I give people my email address. I'm able to respond to just about everyone. We have Internet and Wi-Fi on the airplanes now, and my email is doctor, spelled out, D-O-C-T-O-R, at rajanimd.com, R-A-J-A-N-I.com, M-D.com, rajanimd.com. So those are, they can email me directly, and uh, from our YouTube channel, they can get a hold of me as well. 
Okay, great. Well, well, Dr. Rajani, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show, and I'm really excited to uh, watch you in the future and learn more about um, maybe some of these other competitive things that you get involved with, and uh, definitely to watch this significant growth of Nova Threads over 2017. Again, thank you so much for being on Aesthetic Insider Radio. Thank you very much. I had a lot of fun, and I look forward to being back again. Absolutely, and I look forward to having you back on the show again soon. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye.